Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Coming to you from Classic City, the capital of the Bulldog Nation, it's time for another edition of the podcast designed for the most die-hard Georgia fans in the country. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Glory UGA Podcast brought to you by our very good friends at Alumni Hall. Make sure to stop in today, guys, to get all of your Georgia baseball gear. The season kicked off with a series win over Jacksonville State last weekend. We got Princeton coming in town this weekend. The weather is going to be fantastic in Athens. It's been great all week. It really feels like spring right now in Athens, and I know it does in most of Georgia right now. So this is going to be a great weekend for you guys to come on up, take in a baseball game, watch the dogs beat up on Princeton, and on your way into town, just stop by Alumni Hall right there off the Oconee Connector in the Epps Bridge Shopping Center. They've got all the best baseball gear, so you'll be able to rock that G while you cheer on the dogs inside the friendly confines of Foley Field. But all right, guys, I am your host, Tyler, and today I'm excited about this one. I'm bringing back an old favorite. To be honest, the plan was to get to this about, I don't know, about two weeks ago, but hey, stuff happens, news hits that we've got to cover. Like, oh, I don't know, the best offensive coordinator that we've ever had picking up and leaving and taking a job with the Baltimore Ravens. So yeah, maybe it's a little bit late, but I still think it works. I'm so excited about it. And today I'm bringing back the exit interviews feature that we used to run every offseason, like right after the season ended. We didn't get to do it last offseason because, I mean... It was an unprecedented offseason with us coming off our first national title in 41 years. So we had a lot of different ideas for national championship coverage that we wanted to bring you guys. Then we had a bunch of coaching movement that we had to cover as well. And we just couldn't quite fit the exit interviews in. But it's always been a popular feature in the past. So I want to get back to it this offseason. And, and you longtime listeners probably remember this concept. I know it's been a couple years, but I'm sure you remember it. But for our newer listeners and for those who might need a quick little refresher, the concept is, is very simple. It's, it's pretty much standard these days at every program and, and really in every professional franchise for coaching staffs to hold exit interviews with each player after the season ends to discuss a, a range of things, mainly how the season went, things the player did well, areas they need to improve moving into next season to take their game to the next level, all those types of things. So I'm going to put my own twist on that today, on that idea, from the armchair fan perspective. I'm going to channel my inner Kirby Smart, and I'm going to run through a list of players as though I am conducting their exit interviews following the 2023 season. And we're going to do the defense first. 
I'll get to the offense next week, but today is all defense. And and this might be obvious, but I still feel like I should say it at the outset. Guys, I'm not going to be able to touch on every single defender on our roster. I don't really have time to do that sitting here today, and I don't think you guys care about the dudes who got garbage time playing time last year, and that's really it. If you do, great, awesome, let me know. Hit us up, let me know, and I'll do that. I'll go through every single player on the defense if you want me to. I just don't think you care about the guys who are like third and fourth string and and we're just sitting on the bench all season long. So I'm going to focus primarily on the returning starters coming back this year and also guys who maybe didn't start all year but were major contributors to last year's unit. So that's what I'm doing today. And we're going to break this up by position group. We're going to start with the defensive backs. Up first, let's go with, I guess, rising sophomore. was a true freshman last year. Malachi Starks at the safety position. Malachi, love you, man. I am blown away still to this day with what you were able to accomplish as a true freshman starting, not quite from day one, but pretty damn close to it in the SEC and on a national championship winning football team. I love your natural ability. Your athleticism is off the charts. You showed that literally from day one with that incredible interception that you made against Oregon. That I don't know if it changed the game because we were going to beat the hell out of them anyway, but you know the game was still in doubt there and you certainly pulled momentum even further to our side. So fantastic freshman season and also really impressed with how you picked up the scheme as quickly as you did as a young guy coming in from the high school ranks and honestly you didn't even really play defense full-time you did some option quarterback stuff at the high school level at Jefferson High School and look all of us here on staff we appreciate how you go about your business true freshmen don't start like that from day one on the regular it takes a special guy and you Malachi are a special guy but saying that We still need you to take your knowledge of our defense to another level. You did great for us as a freshman. But like any freshman, there were a few blown coverages, a couple of busts here and there, some high-profile ones late in the season in some big games like the SEC Championship against LSU. And I'm not trying to pick on you, man. Again, you were fantastic for us all year long. But that doesn't mean you're perfect. And you might not ever be perfect. But we want to get as close to that as we possibly can. We have a standard here at the University of Georgia. And you came close to that standard week in and week out, but we wanted you to take it to even another level because we know that's what you can do. We don't want any bust. We want you to be as strong as possible from a mental standpoint because if you can match that with your athleticism, there is no ceiling to how good you can be. But we're going to challenge you, Malachi. Not only do we expect you to come into spring, come into fall camp, knowing your position inside and out from every different angle, from every perspective, every call, but we want you to know what everyone else is supposed to do. Last year, we know that wasn't realistic for you. You were learning on the fly, your head was spinning, and it was hard enough for you to just learn your own position. But now, you should have that down. Coming in next year, you should have that down. We want to challenge you to know what everyone in the secondary is doing. Beyond that, what everyone in the defense is doing. We want you to look at the big picture. We don't have Chris Smith anymore. He was that guy for us the past couple years. He's gone. He's going to the NFL. We need you as our returning starter at the safety position to be our Chris Smith back there and to pick up that leadership void. So there is exit interview number one with Malachi Starks. Let's stick in the defensive backfield and let's go to returning starter at cornerback Kamari Lassiter. Kamari, look, you took a huge step this year, man. We needed someone to step up for Darion Kendrick there opposite Keely Ringo, and you absolutely took that bull by the horns all offseason long, and you carried it through the season. Very, very proud of you and how you progressed this year. And honestly, man, hey, don't tell Keely, but all of us here on the defensive staff, 
We think you were our best cover guy as the season progressed. Like, you were that guy for us. But you cannot be content with that, Kamari. It's time to take the next step. It's time for you to become a shutdown corner, at least as much of a shutdown corner as the rules will allow you to be in this day and age of college football. You've got the tools, man. You've got the length. You've got the size. You've got the athleticism. But where you need to improve is the technical aspect of playing the cornerback position. We need to see better ball skills from you. When there are plays there to be made, you've got to make them more consistently. You did a nice job at times. We need to see more consistency there with you making plays on the ball. And to do that, to help you do that, you've got to improve your awareness. That was not as much of a problem for you as it was for the dude on the other side over there, but you still got to Focus on yourself, and you've got to get better there. You've got to have more awareness of where the ball is so you can actually make plays on it, make potentially game-changing plays on the ball for us. And really what we want to see you become is a better technician. Again, you've got the tools, man. We don't have any questions about that. You've got the stuff, but you've got to become a more consistent technician. What are we talking about? I'm talking about doing a better job of reading the release of the wide receivers offline and scrimmage, understanding what routes can be run from what alignment by those different receivers. Do a better job of reading cues, watching the eyes of the receivers when the ball is coming near so you can give yourself a chance to make plays on the ball. All those types of things. We need you to take the coaching and we need you to attack every single drill like it is a game situation because that's the only way that you're going to get better and become that technician to take your game to the next level. All right, so there was Kamari Laster's exit interview. Let's stay in the defensive backfield for one more player. Let's go with Javon Bullard and his exit interview. Javon, dude, we love how you play the game. We love your physicality. We don't have anyone else in the secondary that plays the kind of physicality that you do, especially at your relatively diminutive size out there on the football field. The way you attack the football, man, we eat that stuff up, sacrificing your body for the team, blowing up pullers twice your size. You don't see people your size doing those kind of things. You don't see that. So we love you for that. We love how you tackle. We love how you work. We love your dedication to your craft. What we need to see from you, let's keep doing those things, but let's see you continue those habits and also continue to improve your cover skills. Look, we know that playing the slot DB position, playing our star position is a, is a tough ass, man, because we're asking you to fit against the running against guys twice your size, which we think you do a fantastic job of, and you've got to cover really quick, shifty slot receivers. They have a two-way go. We know how hard it is to cover that position, to cover those kind of guys, especially when you can't jam off the line of scrimmage because they're playing off the line of scrimmage. We know how tough that is, but we can't use that as an excuse. Far too often this season, you got beat on some of those inside routes, some of those RPO routes. I know it's tough. I'm not saying it's easy. But we can't give up some of those gimme yards as easily as we did this season. We need you to be more consistent there of attacking the football in the air, being physical receivers when you can. I know it's tough. I know it's tough when they're off the line of scrimmage. But when you can, be physical them when coming out of their breaks, read their releases, and just find a way to be more consistent in coverage with some of those shifty slot wide receivers. Oh, and by the way... That hit against Marvin Harrison Jr. might have been the single greatest hit I've ever seen in my lifetime coaching college football. So, hell yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. All right, so we're done with our DB exit interviews. Now let's move on to our linebackers. We're going to start with Pop Dumas Johnson. Pop, fantastic job, man. Fantastic job taking on a leadership role when we lost basically every single leader we had at the linebacker position. Three dudes went to the NFL draft last year, and we needed somebody to step up and fill that void, and you did one hell of a job doing that. We loved how you filled against the run, the physicality you played with at the inside linebacker position. We appreciate the effort that you play with each and every game, the consistency you bring to the position, the leadership you brought, not just in games, but all offseason long during practice. That's what we needed, and you gave us that. But there's still some areas we think you can improve. We think you can take your game to another level. We really, more than anything, want to see you work on your short area quickness. We need you to be more comfortable operating in space against the passes. Right now, let's just be real, man. You know this. We're not telling you anything you don't already know. You're not a three-down linebacker right now. We can't consistently keep you on the field on third downs because we can't trust you in space defending the pass. We just can't trust you as much as we can some of these other guys at the inside linebacker position. If you want to be that big-time NFL prospect, the way that guys like Quay Walker were going in the first round of last year's NFL draft, you've got to be able to stay on the field more than just on first and second down. You've got to become that three-down inside linebacker. Or at the very least, show that you're more consistent and more comfortable playing in space defending the pass. And look, I know you're young. I know this is your first year out there playing, and it's 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 a lot to expect you to go out there and be comfortable against the pass right off the bat. Even guys like Quay Walker and Nicobe Dean and Channing Tindall, they weren't completely comfortable and all that effective right off the bat doing that themselves. It takes time. But now with a year full of experience playing 15 games, we need you to take that next step in pass coverage. And we also need you to be like, you're great against the run. We love how you attack downhill, but there were a couple instances, maybe more than a couple this season, where you weren't reading your keys as consistently as you need to. We need you to make sure that you're in the right position on a more consistent basis. Also, as a pass rusher, if you're going to be on the field in third downs, we need you to be a more consistent pass rusher. We know you did a good job for us. That play against Ohio State late in that game in the fourth quarter, to put them behind the chains and force a field goal attempt that really ultimately was one of the key plays in that game that allowed us to come back and make that comeback and, and win that game and, and get to the national championship game. We're not saying you weren't effective as a pass rusher, but we think you can get better. We think that you can do a better job of getting off blockers, of actually having some pass rush moves. We saw most of the time when you were able to get to the quarterback is because we were able to scheme you up and you had a free run at the quarterback. We need you to be able to more consistently get to the quarterback, even if we're not able to consistently scheme you up. Like if somebody's on you, if there's a blocker to account for you, you still got to find a way to get to the quarterback and affect him. 
But hey, Pop, let's be real. We're kind of grasping at straws here because you were incredible for us this year, filling a void that I didn't know we'd, if we'd be able to fill. But you uh, you were a big-time player for us inside linebacker, but we just want you to keep progressing, keep improving, attack those areas where you can improve and become the inside linebacker that we know you can become. All right, guys, next up, let's stick with the inside linebackers. Let's go with Smile Mondin. All right, Smile, look, man, your athleticism is off the freaking charts. There is no other single player in that linebacker room that can touch your athleticism. It is unmatched at that position. And look, you did a really good job in the weight room this past offseason. When you came into this program, you were a little light in the britches. You know that. We know that. We all know that's why you couldn't really play as much as a true freshman. You did a really nice job of getting bigger and stronger last offseason so you could hold up against a full SEC schedule. But you know you dealt with some injuries, right? We need you to continue to take it to another level this offseason in the weight room. Give me another 5 to 10 more pounds of muscle without sacrificing that speed. We think you've got the frame to do that, and that's going to allow you to be even more effective in the trenches in the SEC against the run because we know what kind of speed you have. Side on the sideline, again, you're unmatched. There's no one on the team that can match what you do side on the sideline. But there were moments this season where when blockers could actually get their hands on you, they took you out of place. You've got to get a little bigger, a little stronger to be able to fight off those blocks more consistently against the run. Because if you do that, man, if you match that with your athleticism, with your speed, your short area quickness, you are going to be a first-round draft pick after this next season. You got my word on that. So there's Smile Mondin's ex-interview. Let's do one more inside linebacker. Let's go with the guy who was not a starter for us. But as the season progressed, became much more of an impact player for us on the defensive side of the ball, and that is Jalen Walker. Jalen, I really appreciate your resilience this season. I loved how you came in as a freshman. Things didn't work out the way you wanted them to right away. We know you were a big-time recruit. We know you had high expectations in year one. We know that with all those linebackers leaving after last year, you had your sights set on potentially getting into the rotation. Who knows, maybe even earning a starting job going into this past season. It didn't work out for you like that right away, but you didn't quit. And that shows the kind of stuff that you're made of. We loved how you kept working, how you kept grinding, how you didn't complain. You just kept getting better and what happened you got your opportunity and you made the most of you carved out a really nice situational role for yourself on third downs but here's the thing Jalen you have too much natural ability to just be content with being a situational player we need your talent on the field and we need it on the field more consistently but for that to happen you have got to settle on a position. I know when we recruited you, we were thinking inside linebacker. As the season progressed, you technically were kind of an inside linebacker. You're working in that room, but you were doing way more pass rushing for us off the edges in our dime package, and you were actually playing legit inside linebacker. And look, we're going to leave this up to you. You can stick at your current weight, 220, 225, wherever you are right now, and you can play inside linebacker. If that's what you want to do, we think you'd be a good inside linebacker down the road. But the problem is that position is stacked right now. You don't have an obvious path to playing time. I'm just going to be real with you, man. Right now, you got Pop and you've got Smile ahead of you. Those are going to be our starters next year, barring injury. Now, you can work your way in the rotation with Trez and Marshall moving on to Alabama. That spot's there. Maybe you can work yourself into the rotation. But you're not going to be a starter at inside linebacker this year. Now, if you're willing to wait and, and wait until your junior year to be a starter at that position and you're fine being a rotational guy this year, that's fine. That's up to you. We'll let you make that decision. But what we think would be best for you, what we would like for you to do is to attack the weight room this year 
go with a nutritional plan that's going to help you put on 15 to 20 good pounds this offseason. Heck, if you got 10 to 15 pounds this offseason, we think that will allow you to play jack linebacker for us and play more of an edge role. Because Jalen, that's where we have a need. Inside linebacker, we're stacked there, man. You're one of the reasons we're stacked, but we got a bunch of guys coming in this year from the high school ranks. There are going to be big-time players there, too. They're going to factor in. We really, really, really need some help at outside linebacker. And of all the guys in the inside linebacker room right now, we think you are the guy that can give us something off the edge there. And that depth chart is wide open. So if you're worried about playing time, if you want to see the more of the field this season, we think your best opportunity might be at outside linebacker. Now, it's up to you. But we saw you flash those edge-rushing skills throughout the second half of the season. And we were very impressed with what we saw. We think if you add enough weight, you can legitimately play that position. And there's not much standing in your way of playing time at that Jack linebacker position. So just something to think about there, Jalen. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. All right, so those were our inside linebacker exit interviews. Now let's move on to the defensive line and let's start with Nazir Stackhouse at the Zero Tech nose tackle position. Naz, look, honestly... We had no idea coming to this season how we would replace Jordan Davis and that production he gave us last year. But man, we sure as hell are proud of you and how you stepped up to fill that role. No, you didn't do it the way Jordan Davis did because you were never going to. You're not Jordan Davis. You're not that big guy like that in the middle. But you're not a stackhouse. And you were awesome at the point of attack at the zero tech and were outstanding for us against the run. We love everything you gave us against the run. You angered well. You got off blocks. You were a force in the middle of our defense against the run in a way that we weren't sure that we had anybody that could do that for us this season. You had an awesome season. But if you want to see that NFL draft stock skyrocket, and we think it can, we think you can be an NFL guy. If you want to become that guy, you want to be a high NFL draft pick here this time next year you need to become more consistently disruptive in opposing backfields yes you do a great job for us against the run and that's a huge part of our defensive success if you can give us that hey we're cool with that we're happy with that but if you want for yourself to take that next step if you want more for yourself if you want to potentially be a higher NFL draft pick and improve that stock You've got to show those NFL guys that you can be more disruptive in the backfield, whether that's tackles for loss, whether that's sacks. That's what you have got to be able to do more consistently this season. I'm not really sure you have the physical profile to be a first-round draft pick. I'm just going to be honest with you here, Nas. But you can certainly work yourself up in that second, third-round range if you can show that you can be more consistently disruptive in the backfield against opposing offenses this season. All right, so there is Nas Stackhouse. Let's keep it on the defensive line, and let's go with Bear Alexander. Bear, you've got everything it takes to become the next 
big time defensive tackle for the University of Georgia. You've seen all these guys we put in the league, not just in the league, but in the first round of the NFL draft. I mean, we might have another guy on defensive line go first overall in the NFL draft this season. You've got what it takes. You've got the tools to be that kind of guy. That's not my question. I have no questions about that. The only question that you have to answer is how much do you want it? How much are you willing to work for that? We need you to continue to get bigger, to get stronger, so that you can become that guy. Attack the weight room harder than you've ever thought you possibly could. If you think you've done enough, you have it. Do more. And it's not just the weight room. We need the strength to improve so you can hold up more consistently in the trenches against grown men in the SEC. But you also have to improve your conditioning. You've got, you've got to get in better shape, man. We're going to need you to play more snaps. Jalen Carter's not walking through that door. Devontae Wyatt's not walking through that door. Jordan Davis is not walking through that door. You are going to be a guy that we need to lean on. That's why we recruited you. That's why we spent all that time bringing you in. That's why you're here. You've got to get in better cardio, better physical condition so that you can play more snaps because we need that from you. We expect that from you this season. So when it comes down to it, Bear, this offseason, it's all about you. It's all about you, man. It's all about you doing everything you can to become a dominant force on the interior. We think you can do that. We think you've got what it takes. Again, the only question we have is how badly do you want it? All right, so there's Bear Alexander. We'll go one more player here on the defensive line. We're going to go with Warren Brinson. Warren, what's up, man? I know you didn't play a ton of snaps for us this year, but when you were out there, you were impactful for us, especially as a disruptive force in backfield as a pass rusher. We needed that from you, especially with Jalen Carter missing chunks of the season. We needed somebody to be a disruptive force. Now, let's be real. You weren't Jalen Carter. You know that. We know that. And maybe you won't ever be Jalen Carter, but you are a guy that can give us that disruption from the interior of the defensive line in a way that some of the other guys on the on the roster at that position just can't do. What we need to see from you is for you to continue to progress as a run defender, to become more consistent and stronger at the point of attackers. Far too often where you got washed down. You're big enough, we just need you to anchor more consistently and be stronger at the point of attack and to not just be a guy that we're going to use in jet mode where we just want to turn you loose and let you go be disruptive. We want, to be a, want you to be a guy that can hold up in any situation that we need you out there on the field. Look, I'm going to be real with you. You might not be Jalen Carter. You might not be a first-round draft pick, but you can make a living in the NFL. You've got the twitchiness that it takes to be that kind of player, but it's just a matter of how willing you are to hit the weight room and become a more consistent force against the run, be stronger at the point of attack. If you want to make that money, if you want to have that nice long career in the NFL, let's see you attack those weaknesses and become a big-time player for us. Look, Jalen Carter is gone. He's gone. You know, Bear Alexander, we've got some guys that we recruited that are in that room to compete with you, but you got a chance to be that starting three tech. You're the vet. You're the one that's been here longer than some of these young guys we brought in, but they're coming for you, man. Like, we don't stop recruiting. We're going to keep recruiting, but it's up to you to take on that challenge and earn more reps, potentially earn that starting three tech spot because that spot is open. You got a chance. All right, guys, so there are the defensive line exit interviews. Let's go to our edge players. I guess you could call some of these guys defensive linemen too, but I, I, I consider them more edge players. So let's go with Michael Williams. Michael, 
awesome freshman season. You and Malachi Starks came in here and you exceeded any expectations that we have for you coming to high school. We don't count on high school players. We, we consider what you give us a luxury and you gave us a hell of a lot as a freshman. And we were very impressed with you from day one. And on the field this past season, you showed us, you showed us flashes of the dominant pass rusher that you can be. But in these exit interviews, I got to be brutally honest with you. You aren't there yet. You showed us flashes, but you aren't there yet. We need flashes to turn into consistent dominance because that's what we expect of you. That's the standard we want you to hold yourself to because that's the kind of player that we think that you are. We will never question your work ethic or your drive. It's what's gotten you here. You showed us that from day one, but you need to continue to push yourself in the weight room the same way you have since you got here on campus. You've got to get stronger so you can hold up more consistently at the point of attack against these grown men in the SEC along the lines of scrimmage. And we love your explosiveness, but that's something that that you've got, but you can continue to harness that, continue to improve that, and become more explosive with that first step off the edge. And we really want to challenge you. We want to challenge you this offseason during the spring, I guess when we get into fall camp also, to take the coaching. And you've done a great job of this, but continue to take the coaching. And I know last year your head was spinning. You were trying to learn what's going on. You're trying to take the coaching and you're trying to improve your craft, all of that. But now hopefully things have slowed down for you. Now you know the system. You know the defense. Now is the time to take that coaching and really master your craft. There's things you want to see you improve on from a technical standpoint so you can take your game to the next level. We want to see you use your hands more effectively, more consistently. We want you to be more consistent reading the leverage of offensive linemen. We want you to have answers to the answers that offensive linemen have to your moves. We want you to have those counter moves because far too often we saw you get beat when your first move didn't work. Now, your first move is usually great. You're an explosive player. You're a strong player. And a lot of times those work for you. But when... The offensive lineman had answers to those first moves. Oftentimes, you just kind of were beat, and we can't let that happen. You've got to have answers. You've got to have counter moves. Bottom line is, Michael, we're going to need you to become the edge rusher that we haven't had in a while, haven't had in a year or two, because that was our biggest weakness on defense this year. That's no secret. We talked about meetings all year long. We had trouble getting the pass. We've got to be more consistent as a pass rushing team. We've got to address that weakness. And we think you are not just a big part of that. We think you might be the biggest part of that. All right. And sticking with our edge rushers, let's go with Chaz Chambliss here as our Jack linebacker. Chaz, we were really impressed with how you worked through your early season injury, that hamstring injury, and how you attacked your rehab. We know that can be a lingering injury. That's a tough one. It's a frustrating one. But you attacked it the right way, and you worked yourself back, and you were big for us down the stretch. The effort you bring to practice every day and to every single game, man, it fires me up. It gets me going. I think that's your greatest strength. And you came up big for us when Nolan went down. When he went down, I didn't know what our answer was going to be, but it's next man up, and you're the next man up, and you played big for us. We loved how physical you were this season when you got your opportunity. We loved how you closed on pullers, blowing those guys up. We loved how you attacked the man in front of you. But here's the thing, Chaz. Being physical is great. We, we don't want you to, to stop that. Like We want you to continue to be physical. you got to be physical at the point of attack. But you've got to also be able to do that more under control. Play as physical as you do, but do it with a greater level of awareness. We can't have you running by ball carriers 
because you're just flying into the backfield with reckless abandon. Those are potentially big plays, big tackles for loss for us. We need you to make those plays and not run by ball carriers. And look, you got better. I'm not saying that that you were terrible at it. You got better as the season progressed with your awareness. But you just got to be much more consistent with that next year if you want to hold on to that Jack linebacker spot. We really need you to continue to grow as a pass rusher as well. And look, got to be honest with you here, man. That's what these interviews are all about. You might not ever be a dominant edge rusher. That might not be the strength of your game. But I still believe there's more you can give us in that role. And to improve in that regard, here's a couple things I want you to work on. I want you to work on your hand placement. I want you to work on adding more actual pass rush moves to your repertoire. We want you to work on some counter moves. We want you to continue to improve that first step explosiveness. Too often this year, that first step off the ball, rushing the passer, wasn't what it needed to be. We think you have more athleticism than that. I know you were dealing with a hamstring injury and that sets you back a little bit. We want you to attack that stuff during the offseason, become more explosive, continue to attack the weight room like you always have. That's never been a question for us. We know that you are a weight room warrior and we love that about you. But let's also work on the speed, the quickness as well, because that's what's going to help you get to the next step of your career. But above all, Chaz, we love you, man. Keep doing you. Keep fighting. All right, guys, we're going to wrap things up today with a guy that did not play much at all this year. So he's going to be the one exception. All the guys we talked about so far today either are returning starters or played extended snaps for us throughout this season. This next guy at the outside linebacker position didn't really do that so much. We were kind of hoping he would come on and fill that role, especially once Noel Smith went down, but didn't really um, factor in as much. And that is Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin, look, I know your freshman year did not go the way you wanted it to. We know you were a big five-star recruit coming out of high school, one of the biggest pieces to our class that we added late in the cycle. We were pumped to get you then. We're still extremely excited about you and what you can bring to our program. Nothing has changed as far as we're concerned. And I know it wasn't the easiest transition for you. Mainly that was injury-related. We know you had a tough time staying healthy, and that can be very frustrating, especially when you had an opportunity for some playing time with a guy like Nolan Smith going down. But that's not your fault. What we don't want to see from you is you to get down yourself. You are a guy that has big time potential. And we just need you to keep working, keep believing in yourself, fight through the adversity. Let's have a great offseason in the strength program. Let's have a great offseason in the conditioning program. I know you're still dealing with the shoulder surgery. I know the labrum was bothering you. I'm glad we finally got that cleaned up. I know you're not going to be out there for spring drills. But look, we need you to still be engaged. We need you to be out there at practice every day, not just walking around, not just staring at the sun, not just letting your mind wander. We need you engaged with the coaching, with the teaching, with the drills, what's going on. We need you to continue to attack your rehab. We know that you've been doing that. We need that to continue because when fall camp gets here, we need you to be full speed. We need you to be 100% go because we are going to need you this year. We had a major need at the edge position last year. And through no fault of your own, you weren't able to fill that. But this year, we still have that need and we need you to be out there. And when you get cleared to play and to practice, we need you to be ready to go. We need you to be up to speed. And the only way that's going to happen is if you Pay attention. You attack the meeting rooms the same way you would attack practice. When you're out there watching practice, even though you can't go through the drills, make sure you are soaking everything in. Absorb everything. Ask questions. And attack from a mental standpoint the same way you would physically if you were cleared to go and be out there. 
But look, we still believe in you. And there's still every opportunity for you, despite the labrum surgery, to come out there and earn a spot as a starter during fall camp. It just depends on how you go about attacking things during the offseason. But all right, guys, that is all I've got for you today. So there are our exit interviews for the defense side of the ball. I know it's a little bit different. It's a little bit weird. But it, hey, man, it's nice to do something a little bit different during the offseason. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to do this again next week when I talk about the offensive players and do the exact same thing. As we did with the defensive players today, I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on each player and what they did well this past season, the areas they can improve on, and kind of how I project them moving forward into next season, what my expectations are for them next season. We'll have some fun with that. We'll do that for the returning stars on offense and also the major contributors as well. But I will be back before then. We are going to do the Friday Five again this week. I know we didn't get a chance to do that last week because we had some baseball coverage that I want to get to. I want to make sure to fit that baseball preview in before the season actually kicked off. And we got that in. Uh, we had to push it back a day because of the uh, Mike Bobo promotion offensive coordinator. So got that in, but it kind of had to push the Friday Five off. We'll bring that back this week because we've had some really positive feedback on that. And again, that's just kind of where I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on five different topics. Most of them are related to Georgia directly. Some of them maybe not quite directly, maybe a little bit more of a tangential connection at times, but they'll all be related to Georgia athletics in some way, shape, or form, or at least relate to college athletics in some way, shape, or form. So I've got a nice list of things to talk about this week. So make sure to check back for that. We'll have some fun with that. And we'll have that up for you Thursday night. And then we'll get back into part two of our exit interviews, the offensive players next week. And maybe, who knows, maybe, just maybe, we can track Curtis down and get him on here for that long-awaited, way-too-early season preview, which might not even be way too early by the time we finally get him back on here. But I'm going to try to make that happen, guys. We can work out our schedule. I know I've been promising that, but Curtis just had a lot of things going on. We're moving to a new house, new job, getting engaged. Got a lot, a lot of moving parts going on. So we'll try to continue to, to make that happen for you guys. But thank you for being here, guys. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend. It's going to be great weather, it looks like, through most of the state of Georgia. So enjoy that. But uh, I'm Tyler, and as always, go dogs. <laughs>